Jesus some praise. I said, give Jesus some praise. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Come on, come on, come on. Are there any worshipers in the house tonight? I can't hear you. Are there any worshipers in the house tonight? Come on, come on. Yeah. 
Greetings, greetings to my Vaughn listeners. Welcome to Voice Over the Nation. We greet you, we greet you in that wonderful name of our personal Lord and Savior Christ Jesus on Vaughn Radio. And we pray that may you have had yourself a lovely, lovely, splendid, splendid weekend. Uh, a weekend that was fulfilled with so much laughter, so much joy, even those of you who were bearing your loved ones. It's not easy, but I pray that may the Lord comfort you. May the Lord make you to laugh again. May the Lord give you peace, you know, in the wonderful name of Jesus. Those who've had weddings, birthdays, uh, Valentine's Day, we say hello to all the loved ones. We know it was truly a special weekend. People went away, you know, just to make it special for them and their loved ones. We bless God that we are still able to experience such things even in this day, you know, in this day of the pandemic. But we are still able to celebrate life, celebrate life. You know, the fact that we are alive, it truly is a celebration. It truly is a celebration. You know, we celebrate life. I'm just thought of this song that we used to sing on um, Passover weekend where we would sing it's by Ron Connolly to say celebrate Jesus celebrate celebrate Jesus celebrate you know we celebrate Jesus because he is risen he is alive so even us the mere fact that we woke up this morning we will celebrate and say thank you Lord thank you Lord while we are celebrating we are making a mockery out of the devil we are saying yeah devil in your face our savior woke us up this morning our savior put us you know he gave us bread he got us out of that bed and we landed on our two feet our savior put the armor of god on our lives our savior has given us the wisdom and the strategy to face today so because of that we will celebrate because of that we will rejoice in the name of Jesus. We want to say happy birthday to everybody who's going to be celebrating their birthdays today. We say happy birthday, happy birthday. It's a pity we can't do shout outs, but you are welcome to send those shout outs so that we can bless people, you know, on their birthdays. We can bless them, speak the word of God, speak what God has in store for you because when you were born, there is something that you came on planet Earth with. You know, we always say when a child comes into this earth, their fists are clenched. They, and, and you know, they will say their child came in with something. There is a vision. There is a purpose that you came in on planet earth with, you know. So your birthday is important as your birthday or your second birthday of being born again. But even your natural birthday, it's, it's important because it was not a mistake. It was not an error. I do not care, my listener, how you came about. Maybe you were a product of rape a product of incest when the people look at you they become so hateful so ashamed of you so disappointed of you but i want to remind you of jeremiah when god says before you were formed in your mother's womb i already knew about you and i ordained you so god is not concerned about how you were conceived god is concerned about the fact that you are here and he is the one who gave you life he breathed life on to you so 
your birthday is an important day. You can celebrate it. It is an important day. Maybe nobody wants to celebrate it because nobody wants to acknowledge that you are here. You are here on planet Earth. You exist. But I want to tell you, there is a man who is celebrating your birthday with you. And that man's name is Christ Jesus, the Messiah. So celebrate your birthday today. I say happy birthday to everybody who's having their birthday today. We shout, we give them a shout out and we say, enjoy your blessed birthday today in the wonderful name of our personal Lord and Savior. We are still in February, the month of declaration. We said it's a month of new season. It's a month of, you know, starting afresh when you are in agreement. How can two go together without agreeing? So you and I, my listeners, are going to be agreeing in this month as I am going to be making the declaration that for this month of of February, where we are going to be declaring new things in our lives, where we are going to be declaring the favor of God, declaring the wisdom, the wealth of God upon our lives, you know, because there is so much to be done in the kingdom. God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to many nations. But if we don't have that wealth, how are we going to bless others? You know, my listeners, a friend of mine yesterday, we were chatting about that because uh, I will have her one of these days on the radio. She was, she goes around sharing a story of, you know, multiple rapes and all of that. So she talks all over the radio. Now she's inundated with calls from people who are having similar problems. You know, she got a call from um, a young girl, a 15-year-old girl who's being abused, sexually abused, raped by her uncle. But now she's saying, I'm here in Cape Town and this child is all the way, you know, Eastern Cape. How am I supposed to help? You know, and, and, and we don't even have the financial resources. You know, she was asking herself those things and I'm like, so we were sitting down and brainstorming but I thought you know what this is where we're supposed to have the finances as the children of the most high God where we are able to just go in there get the social workers involved while the social workers are still struggling where they're gonna put these kids up get the school system involved we get we give them shelter because we have the means to do that but as long as we are in poverty we will never be able to do that so this is why our series for these next seven days is called the supernatural provision we started this on wednesday so we said we're going to be doing it for seven days while we are doing one declaration and after that we move on to another supernatural provision scripture that god is going to give us so these seven days we are busy dealing with the scripture that is found in second kings chapter four so it's actually day four today on this scripture so we are continuing so i'm gonna give my listeners a chance to go to that scripture second kings chapter four as we are going to be reading from verse one but i'm going to probably paraphrase it for the sake of time um because we've been dealing with the scripture for the past three days so our scripture reading is from second kings chapter one uh chapter four sorry from verse one so this is a beautiful story that we get here of a widow who goes to elisha after the passing of her husband she goes to elisha she says elisha my husband 
your servant is dead. He was amongst the sons of the prophets and he is dead. Now as he has passed away, the creditors are at our door. They are here to collect. And one of the things that this woman says when she speaks to Elisha, she says, and he was a man who feared God. He was a man who served. He served and he feared God. Now he is gone. They are here to collect. And that these creditors are about to take my sons. Because my husband, the inheritance that he left me is that of bankruptcy. We are bankrupt and we are in so much of debt. We are in way over our heads. That these people are here to take my sons to go and work off that debt. You know, look at that backwardsness where the devil wants to take you back. Because if these kids are going to work for 10 years paying off their father's debts, don't you see that as the spirit of delay? Because now they are so delayed because they should be starting with their lives, working towards their lives. But now they are working to pay off what happened in the past. And we know that Jesus already paid for it. So those are the things that we need to deal with as children of the Most High God, where we need to break that curse in our families, where we need to cut it off. We can't have our kids working their butt off to pay off our debts. You know, five years later, our kids are paying off our debts where they should be far in life. I love what Apostle Joshua Salman says. He says, delay is when the only thing that is growing in your life is age. You know, we're sitting with people who at the age of 65, they are excited because it's their first time buying a house. That is delay. That is not a miracle or a blessing. That is delay because our God does not want us to be so, I mean, at 65, are you going to even enjoy that? That is where the devil wants us. You are busy paying off your parents' debts. And that is what we've left for our children. The word of God says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Meaning that you don't only leave an inheritance for your children, but even for your grandchildren. That's the state that God wants us to be at. And the devil has been robbing us. Because what happens? We leave our kids in a bankruptcy state. So now they have to start by, you, you know, by, by paying off our debts. In the olden times in Jewish, when they would bless the firstborn, the firstborn used to get a double portion because the first portion, they would all get their portion. First portion is, to, is for yourself. You squander it any way you want if you are a foolish son. But if you are a wise son, you will start to invest towards your future. This was something that would give you a head start. Then you would get a second portion. Hence, they would talk about a double portion. Now, the second portion was not for you. It was for you to take care of the house. So, if your mother is still alive, your father has left you with a portion to make sure that your mother is taken care of. The house must be taken care of. There are bills in the house that needs to be taken care of. You know, if they are kettles, they are livestock, they are whatever. That second portion was for that. But what happened with us, 
We say on our deathbed, take care of your brother and sisters. Take care of your mother. And I have left you with nothing. You are saying to this young boy, take care. You've left him with nothing. This is why some of them, they even go into a life of crime. Because they need to take care of their parents. I made a promise to my father on his deathbed that I will look after my siblings. I will take care of my of my of my mom and some of these kids they go into a life of crime so my listeners what am i saying i am saying we can't be these kind of people that die and leave our families in debts that die and leave our families to live a life imagine they are coming to take this woman's son these women's sons are going to be turned into slaves so we spoke about that and then we went on to speak about when Elisha asks her what do you have she says I have nothing you know as we've been doing these declarations this just on on Wednesday God gave me a powerful revelation because when I, I, I've always spoken about this and I've said she was left with nothing only with the jar of oil and that jar of oil she couldn't even cook with I was seeing the scripture from this woman's eyes because for her she was a housewife if she was left with a jar of oil she could even bake a cake she and her kids could eat but now she's left with the anointing oil so for her the anointing oil was something of insignificant because this is what scholars say they say that jar of oil was not a cooking oil it was the anointing oil so god said to me google stop saying this woman is left with nothing that's why there's a comma when she says i'm left with nothing but except a jar of oil god says look at that oil that woman was left with her husband left her with the most precious thing on planet earth her husband left her with the anointing i said on wednesday the anointing is the one thing that is able to break the yoke the anointing breaks the yoke the anointing breaks whatever yoke that you are faced with i said what yoke are you faced with in this season in this month of february is it the yoke of frustration is it the yoke of depression is it the yoke of financial you know of of financial bankruptcy is it the yoke of health that the enemy has got you bound in i'm telling you today that jar of oil that you are seeing as if it is nothing it is the anointing oil the one thing that is going to break you out of this situation maybe you are looking at that bible that your mother used to read and she left it behind you are saying what is in here god is saying the anointing is upon that bible start reading it the anointing that's the anointing oil that she was left with start anointing yourself start anointing yourself start anointing yourself that anointing oil will break that cycle of delay the cycle of depression the cycle of poverty the cycle of sickness is disease the cycle of abuse the cycle of being taken advantage of the cycle of wasting money you know squandering money you sit at the end of the month you like what did i do with my money the anointing will break that cycle the anointing will break the cycle of you working backwards 
where you are supposed to be going going forward. The cycle of stagnation where everybody is ahead. You are still in one position, in one place. It's the anointing that will break that cycle. The cycle of rottenness where dead things are attracted to you. The anointing is going to break that cycle. As you anoint yourself, as you go back to that altar. I said she revisited the altar. That altar might have looked like it doesn't work. It didn't work for her husband. But because she knows there is an altar that speaks, she decided to revisit that altar. I said somewhere, somehow she must have seen this altar working for her husband. That's why she decided to say, I'm going back to this altar. Elisha, this is my husband. He served with you. He served under you. He served and you know very well he served God. He feared God. And this is why Elisha could ask her, what do you have? So I said, we are going to be discussing today the kind of things that are going to make us to attract the supernatural in our lives there are some few things that God God wants us to have so that we are able to attract the supernatural provisions so I spoke about I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to be speaking about what God uh, uh, said to me God said to me it's the right heart. Some of us, we don't receive things when we've asked God because of our right heart. So, David says, creating me a clean heart, oh God. A right heart qualifies for a blessing. Qualifies for a blessing. What are your motives? Do you want to be blessed so that you can show them? Do you want to be so that everybody can be a beggar and they come by you because once you are blessed power corrupts that's what they say power corrupts but power that comes from God and you have a right heart you will never be corrupt so do you want God to bless you because of your evil motives yes I want to show them I want them to see I'm going to show them. Even when I do things for them, I'm going to do things for them so that they can know that I can afford. You know those kind of people? We've been long in poverty, but God is saying, I'm going to pull you out in this month of February, the month of declaring. I'm going to pull you out. And when I pull you out, I want you to have a right heart. Because when I bless you, I want you to be that kind of a person. You know, when God speaks in the book of Proverbs, he says, When a righteous man prospers, the city prospers. So we've got a challenge where people who are righteous are prospering. And this is why our city is like this. Because they want to put in their own coffers. They don't realize that when God blesses me with millions, when God starts making sure that I become a billionaire, he is looking at me to be his hands, to be his feet, to be the instrument, the channel that God is going to use to distribute the wealth. The wealth is not just for me, but God is saying, I am entrusting you because I've searched your heart. God is saying, I've 
searched your hearts so I can trust you. I can trust you to feed my people. I can trust you to finance my kingdom, to advance it. That is what God is saying. When he has seen your heart, he is saying, I can trust you. I can trust you. The word of God says, when a righteous man prospers, the city prospers. God blesses you for himself so that he can get all the glory. So now your heart must be right to receive the supernatural provision. You can't receive the things of God if your heart is not right. As, about, as we are about to pray, my listeners, I want us to check to pray the declarations because when we declare, it will happen. I promise you, watch the end of this month, my listeners. Testimonies are going to be coming. Testimonies are going to be coming. The word of God in Job says you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So we are dedicating the month of February to decreeing and declaring things so that they will be established in our lives for us. I am the righteousness of God. I decree and I declare that. So I know as we are about to pray, we must check our hearts, check our motives. Why do you want God to bless us? Why must God bless us? Why must God bless me? Me as Lady G and not others. Why? There are many who might be in my situation. But why must God bless you and others? Why must God open the windows of heaven for you and not others? It's only a right heart that attracts the supernatural. The right heart will attract the supernatural. There is a portal of heaven that God wants us to dwell under. But let us check our heart. So number two, these are the things that I'm listing that God revealed to me. Maybe there are more, but I'm just saying these are the two ones. They, they, they're not the two, the ones that I'm listing. Number two, prayer. Don't allow the incense on the altar to be dry. As I'm saying these days, this song, uh, it's you are worthy of it all. It says day and night, night and day, let the incense arise. Prayer, let our request be known unto God. So, it doesn't matter what might have happened. You probably want to throw in the towel and say, my mom prayed day and night. She fasted. She woke up 3 a.m. She woke up, you know, she you, you, we, in our home, we knew that 9 o'clock the TV is off. Everybody's praying. But I haven't seen anything. I want to tell you that don't give up, my listener. Don't give up. Prayer attracts the supernatural. Prayer attracts the supernatural. Stand up and pray. Rise up and pray. Don't just cry. But I want you to let lion of prayer arise in you. Let the lion of prayer arise in you. Prayer will attract the supernatural. In this season, we need to check 
our heart and revive the altar of prayer. Don't give up on prayer. It attracts the supernatural. Prayer attracts the supernatural. Don't give up on prayer. Don't give up on prayer, my listeners. That's all I can say to you. Then number three, God spoke to me about the prophetic voice. The prophetic voice. There is a prophetic release word to this woman of God. And the woman and, and Elisha said, Go and borrow just. That was the prophetic voice. So she chose to listen to this prophetic voice. It didn't make sense to her. She says to him, I only have a jar of oil. And then he says, go and borrow jars as many as you can. Borrow as many as you can borrow. That was the prophetic voice. She listened to the prophetic voice. Even you, my listeners, I don't know what prophetic voice God has given you. There is a prophetic voice that God has given you. Listen to that prophetic voice. Go and borrow as many as you can. She went all over. All over. Imagine going all over Kelsa River. Borrowing these jars. All over. That is what she did. What is the prophetic voice that God has given you? I want you to write it down and say this is the prophetic voice that God has given me and I choose to heed the instruction. And then I spoke, we spoke about the fourth one God said to me, it's being obedient. Obedience helps you to be on time it helps you to be at the right place at the right time. Remember your breakthrough, your supernatural provision has a time. It has a place always when God is about to bless a person. When God called Abraham, he says, come out from your relatives. And God told, and, and God said to him, to a place that I will show you. And there I will bless you. Abraham had to be obedient Saul lost the kingdom because of disobedience. So I said, the right heart, and then the prophetic voice. What is the prophetic voice? Secondly, be obedient. This woman was obedient. This woman was obedient. Her right heart was that she did. She couldn't bear to lose her kids, and she wanted to pay off these debts. She didn't want to lose her kids. She had a prophetic voice. She revived the prayer altar. Because she went to this altar. And she prayed to this altar. And this altar gave her a prophetic voice. So God, the prophetic voice can be given through the mouth of men. Or when you are praying and God gives you a scripture. And he says, this is the scripture. This is the scripture. As I was praying last night. Um, this morning actually. God just gave me five as uh, uh, second Samuel 5 verse 20. The Balperazim. And he said, right now you've come to the Lord of the breakthrough. So I know 
my prophetic voice for these next seven days it's that I've come to the Lord of the breakthrough so I'm going to place a demand on the Lord of the breakthrough the Lord of the breakthrough and I'm standing in agreement with you my listeners as well as praying this morning for the show so I'm placing a demand and saying Lord you said I've come to the Lord of the breakthrough so I pray to this Lord of the breakthrough as he broke through for David that may he break through for us for me and for my listeners everybody who will hear the sound of my voice we have come to the Lord of the breakthrough in this month of February and the Lord of the breakthrough is going to break through for us like the mighty 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 gushing waters the gushing of waters the explosion of waters whatever situation that has been standing still before us like those fire brigade walls a wall that cannot be broken down but god is saying i'm going to explode on it god is about to explode on this water he's about to explode he's about to explode on this wall what wall has been standing before you you've been banging and banging and banging on this wall but nothing is happening god is saying i'm about to explode on this wall well, is this the wall of poverty this wall of of delay the wall of set of setbacks what wall is before you the wall of illnesses of sicknesses what wall is before you that looks like it's closing in on you god is saying i am you've come to the you've come to the lord of the barbarism i'm the lord of the breakthrough i'm going to break through for you i'm going to break through for you I licked I I read up on that whole chapter and 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 the word of God speaks about David uh having problems with the Jebusites and the Philistines and when I looked at the Jebusite the Jebusite is something that trashes you you know it's like it trashes you it trashes you it suppresses you it doesn't allow you to rise to your full potential to your authority your authoritative states We have been given all power and authority but there is the Jebusite that is just sitting on our neck pressing us down but God is saying I'm going to break through for you I'm going to explode on the Jebusite I am going to explode on them and you will have the breakthrough you are going to rise to your full potential you've been in same position at work because this Jebusite has been pressing down on you it doesn't want you to rise to your potential i am saying to you you are about to explode and you are about to rise you are rising from the treasure he's been trashing you you are rising you are rising to your full potential your rightful place of position your rightful place of power from god your rightful place of finances it's been keeping you down in poverty but god is saying your rightful place of finances is that you are a distributor of wealth you are a distributor of wealth my time is running out because i want us to do the declarations no matter what my listeners the declarations we're going to do and i said we will repeat we're not going to just record once we every single day every single day we're going to say these declarations so we are still talking about obedience being obedient to the prophetic voice and write it down 
write it down write it down as Habakkuk says write it down write it down write it down put it in your room put it in your video wherever you want to write it down put it down Lord of the breakthrough he looked at the natural and he forgot that God is a supernatural he's got a supernatural provision he lost the kingdom Abraham inherited everything us by being obedient come out and go to a land that I will show you it is not easy at least when I left heaven and I came to Cape Town I had an idea where I'm going I knew I'm going to Rochester House in Observatory. I had an idea where about it is because I had people that told me, oh, we know such and such a place. And I had an, a friend who was already in Cape Town, staying in Tigerberg. So I had more or less an idea. If Rochester wasn't working out, I could stay at my friends in, in Tigerberg. I had, I had a, a plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E. I had it all. But Abraham didn't even have a plan. God said, come out to a place I will show you. If somebody had asked him, where are you going? I'm going to a place that God said he's going to show me. Who is this God you are even talking about? How can somebody pack and pack you, pack everything and you are going to a place that you are still going to be shown? You are foolish, man. That's obedience. That is obedience. So, Tomorrow we're going to just talk on faith and then we are going to see what God is saying because I do not want us to miss it because I can see that our time is up, my listeners. So we are going to go on a break. Um, we're going to have Prophet Zion singing Supernatural for us and when we come back, we do the declarations and it's going to be the end of our session and until we see each other tomorrow. We are back. Thank you. That was Prophet Zion singing. It's a supernatural, supernatural for us. We thank God for the supernatural that is truly coming our way. So let us do our declarations in this time, my listeners, so that we can wrap up the day until we see each other again in the tomorrow afternoon. So our weekly declaration, I am the righteousness of God. Therefore, I am entitled to covenant kindness, to 
to covenant favor. The favor of God is amongst the righteous. The favor of God surrounds the righteous. So therefore, it surrounds me. Everywhere I go and everything I do, I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life. Today and never again will I be without the favor of God. It rests richly upon me. It profusely abounds in me. I am part of the generation that is experiencing God's favor immeasurably, limitlessly, unsurpassingly. Therefore, favor produces supernatural increase, promotions increase, assets, greater victory, recognition, preferential treatment, petitions granted, policies and rules changed, and battles won which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of the one man, Jesus the Messiah. Now God, every morning when I arise, I will expect the favor of God. I will expect divine favor. I will expect this divine favor to surround me as with the shield of gold pleasure good pleasures wait forevermore. Doors are now open for me that men said are impossible to open. No obstacle can stop me. No hindrances can delay me. I am special to God. I am the object of his affection. Also the apple of his eye. All my family members are born again Christian believers in Jesus name. Father, You are the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in it, according to Psalms 24. The earth is yours and everything in it, the word and all who live in it. You own cattle, cattles in a thousand hills, silver and gold are yours. You own all systems of wealth and creation and preservations. All financial systems that bring provision into my life. They are all owned by you. Father, I declare today that these systems of wealth production will favor me in the mighty name of Jesus. All systems of economic system that bring me wealth, they shall favor the purpose of good for my life. I refuse to be bound by systems of borrowing and debt anymore in Jesus' name. I refuse poverty. I refuse lack. I replace all old cycles of poverty. I replace all old cycles of debt, old cycles of bankruptcy, all cycles of insufficiency, cycles of lack, cycles of scarcity. I replace them all right now with the cycle of wealth, wealth, with the cycle of prosperity, with the cycle of success and abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. According to Genesis 22, you are Jehovah Jireh. The Lord who is my provider. Your name is provider. Your name is Jireh. Lord, 
You specialize in providing for those who are called according to your name. According to Genesis 13. You are the God who granted Abraham wealth until he became very wealthy in livestock, in silver and gold. I know that you are no respecter of person. If you granted Abraham wealth and riches, you, Lord God, will also make it happen for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare that Abraham's blessings are mine. I declare that the same wealth, the same prosperity that Abraham, my father, had, it comes into my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, your name is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. I thank you, El Shaddai, today that I walk in the blessing of more than enough. I speak the blessing of more than enough in every area of my life. My life shall not be characterized by shortages or insufficiency. Your word has already declared that your grace is sufficient for me. You are the all-sufficient one. And because you are the all-sufficient one, I declare that in all the area of my life, I shall have more than enough. I will never lack any good thing according to what the Bible declares. The Bible declares that you will not withhold any good thing from me or from those who are called by your name. I decree and declare because I serve El Shaddai, my cup will always run over. I will live a life of more than enough. I will not be a liability or a burden. I refuse I refuse to be dependent on others for my daily needs because I serve El Shaddai. I will have more than enough. I will have more than enough to give and to add onto the lives of others. My cup will continue to run over in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that my cup runs over. I thank you that I walk and I live and I breathe in the realm of the overflow. I open the doors into the realm of the overflow in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Spirit of the Lord, cause an overflow to break out in my life. An overflow, not just material, but an overflow spiritually. Cause my spirit, cause my faith, cause my ability to believe you for the overflow. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive divine overflow. I receive divine overflow in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive divine overflow. Thank you, Lord, for the declarations in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, my listeners. I bless you. I bless you mightily this hour and this afternoon. Thank you for granting me the time to listen to me. Until we meet again tomorrow, same time, 3 o'clock. This is your host, Lady G, signing out. God bless you, my listeners. Testimonies are coming. Mm-hmm.